0: You're never going to believe it. The other day, my landlord sends a gardener over and they do up my entire garden, like top to tail, like the whole works. She's had a good scrub. She's looking so fresh. And I, it honestly makes me feel like my life is together. Like it feels because I I thought, feel incredible. I thought
1: they, I thought they basically left that to you and you had like decided to renovate that little veggie patch your whole, yourself and
0: did all the work yourself. We, we don't know what the rules are. I'm pretty sure the rules on like um, flat gardens is that you have to do it yourself. But it got to a point, I guess, where it's so chaotic that they sent – it was just so overgrown. And I felt 22. You know, I felt like, <laughs> you know, it's my first flat and I'm just like treating it terribly and I'm not looking after the garden And so for someone to come over and for it to all be neat and in a line and everything's trimmed, I've I've manscaped my flat and it just, it feels good.
1: Just in time for spring, can a bloody say, you can be out there with a couple of GNTs, a couple of pals, you know, or even a non-alcoholic drink, which are also valid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But for pussies. (laughs) For little wimpies. I have to say, like, I don't really like the term manscaped. However... I would use it in the sense of like, I do think there is some stuff that is manscaping. And I think maybe it's because like, if you use tools that are branded manscaping, then it's manscaping. Do you know what I the mean ca- by that? The
1: campaign of Manscaped is unbelievable. The power and just how many celebrities are in Manscaped ads and how many, like, I can't, I, we, we must be the only podcast to not
0: be sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> and we will never, ever take a dirty scent from their hairy little mouths. Nah Well I don't say manscaped I genuinely I
1: feel like I say Shaving my balls <laughs> Is what I will say <laughs> Cue
0: Theme song
1: I'm sorry mom It's not a It's not a
0: Welcome along to another.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: I swear to God, I'm going to get a hammer and I'm going to crush that motherfucking watch into smithereens.
1: And, you, know, you know, I actually. <laughs>
0: It is actually. unbelievable. It sends me into a pit of rage. Shut it up. Shut it up. It's getting more. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to. Now, the last time you got angry at me,
1: <laughs> you got angry at me about this. I actually went in, shut off the feature so that it no longer, does, no longer listens in and pipes up. That was just because I went on a run and returned minutes before this podcast started. And I didn't officially close off and finish, tell my watch that I'd finished the
0: run. I don't so know I just what did it then. is. I don't know what it is that pisses me off about hearing a little watch chirp up. I'm just like, fucking mind your own business. Like, tell me the time and get it. I think maybe because I don't have an iWatch. Like, if your phone went off, I'd be much more forgiving because I could be like, that could be me. But because it's your watch. call it an iWatch is a really, a
1: huge display that you don't have one because they are called Apple Watches.
0: (laughs) I honestly think they're so annoying. Like, I don't think they're dumb. They just annoy me. And I don't know why. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. Do you know what they
1: are? They're fucking ugly. And I wear it every day for function. And then sometimes I'm getting dressed to go out. And then I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, something's wrong. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's because I'm wearing this numpty, stupid little watch with this blue. And also because I originally I bought one that was like black and black all over so it was like as simple as you could go and then when i lost it in the ocean because it got swept away at omaha beach i got a new one from my contents insurance and then i wasn't allowed to choose the color so now it's fucking blue and you didn't take that That as a sign you
0: didn't think there was a sign that nature was like you don't need this we're taking it off you like be free we'll deal with this we'll deal with this apple watch
1: I love it's for the mermaids. Nothing, thank you for using the correct term. Um, but I love to go on a run without my phone on me,
0: and that is what this watch has enabled me you to do. You just Your phone it. on you, oh, but I guess you want music. Put yeah, the watch listen to music. in the earphones. Put the watch in. The, if they could do that, put the put the music in the pods. They would. The have greatest sold technology this. I've
1: ever seen. Do you remember uh, the iPod Shuffle?
0: Yes. There was
1: for a brief period, and this is not the same way that every treadmill has a plug for like an iPhone 4, like the very fat, like all treadmills got made in that generation of iPhone and they haven't made any new ones since then. But um, there was, during the era of the iPod Shuffle, there were some headphones, you know, the ones that go back around your head like that. And then yes. there was a little gap in here and you could slot your iPod Shuffle, click it into one side of the ears. And I was like...
0: That is unbelievable. Like, bring that back. Bring that back. I just want my music In my like. This makes me sound so Gen X, but I want my. I want to. I want my music, and I want my photos on my phone. I don't want them in the cloud. Mm. I'm sick of being on a plane, being a mile mm. like miles up in the sky, and thinking to myself, "Huh, I've got 45 minutes. I'm going to look at some photos from 2015 <laughs> because that's <laughs> that's what you do on a plane." And lo and behold, they're all foggy. They're all out of focus because the cloud's got them. It's
1: unbelievable the, the, the amount of times there are files that I frequently need. And every time I go to get them, it says downloading for the cloud. And it makes me bloody wait. And that's not that's
0: – not, what is I the point that, of being yes. alive today? What is the point of being alive today? <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I took that goddamn photo so that I could look at it on a plane yeah. – Four years later. Give it back. And that's what you thought at the time. You were like, I'm going to get this photo. <laughs> Mother Nature. <laughs> at Puzzle Land in Wanaka. So that in five years time, you yes. can look at it on a plane. <laughs> on a plane. It'd be like, I remember that. That was a good time. The cloud mm. the cloud gives me my photos back. And the ocean, give Eli's watch back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please, Mother <laughs> Please. Nature.
0: You're ruining our lives. Have I ever told you about when Haley Sproul dropped her um, phone in the ocean? It was one when of the greatest moments. It was one I'd of the greatest living moments. Haley Sproul, dear friend of mine, host of Have You Been Paying Attention. She's actually, I'm, fr- I'm friends with her as well. I'll, yeah, I'll yes. claim it. Oh, you're, yeah. you're tight. You're super tight. Um, we were on a boat. We were doing fishing. We were doing a show in the Comedy Festival. We had a day off and we we're like, let's go on a boat. And so we're on the boat and we're in the water. We're deep in the water and we're having a lovely time. And Haley's holding her phone in her hand, kind of resting her arm over... The side of the boat Holding her phone mm. And she's kind of looking at it We go kind of like yeah, It's pretty crazy what you're doing You're sort of being a bit sort of And this is like 2000 and I'm going to say 14 So to have an iPhone In 2014 Like let's just give some context there It's a big deal you th- and, and that
1: would be a 4 Or that, I think that might Be a 5 Hard
0: out Hard out That might be a 5 I think that could five. be a 5 And yeah. I couldn't tell you What that looks like But it was a big step up From the 3 Which was An oval Round on the back. And round on up. the back. And she just holds her phone, looks at it, and then she just opens her hands. And her phone goes to the bottom of the ocean. It just sinks. And she goes, oh, my God. And she was like, I don't know why I did that. And it's like, yeah, no one knows why you would do that. Why did you do that? And she's just like, I just had that moment of like, what if I just let go? And then her body just let go. And she dropped. She just let, She just held her phone above the water and then just dropped it and it just sunk and we never saw it again and we could just, we just kept thinking about it like it's just in the ocean. It's just at the bottom of the ocean. Like there, oh the phone God. is still there. That's just Amazing. the intrusive thought winning. I was, I, for some reason
1: today the, the phrase intrusive thought has been in my head but that is an intrusive thought. What's an intrusive you know, thought? Like when you're, an intrusive thought is just like, the classic is like when you're driving down the road and there's pedestrians and you're like, oh, I could just and I can yeah. ruin lives. Oh, yeah, I, I, the- I reckon... Okay I I don't know if I've ever shared this story But it's dark It was a a dark
0: and stormy night
1: (laughs) This is straight from the dark web When I was quite young Maybe I'm younger than five Maybe I was three I don't know Anyway, we're at Garden City
0: Bowl (laughs) Oh my god I have not thought of Garden City Bowl In like 20 years A bowling alley? Yeah I met Anthony Samuels and Jason
1: Farfoy there. They were there together bowling, probably a work bonding trip. And Honestly, they
0: could have been 19. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I always think about, so me and Guy did some bowling before the gala where we had that little break the other day, and I was watching the little CGI characters that come up tell you what your score was. And I remember when those first came to Garden City Bowl and there was a TV ad campaign to let you know that there were fun new
0: animations telling you what score you got. And that is the life I'm, I'm wanting to bring back Like I want to know that Garden City Bowl have updated their animations Like how do we get back to that level Where I'm like there's too much international news I don't need to know yeah. what Harry Styles is up to I want to know if Garden City Bowl have updated their animation It's more important to me than every single stage of King Charles becoming king 100%
1: Anyway, we're at Garden City Bowl one time. I believe it's even my mum's birthday and we're on a family trip to the the bowling alley and this is the intrusive thought winning. Slash, maybe it was just by accident. Anyway, I'm a haunted child, I guess.
0: I walked, I, I think I dropped a bowling ball on my mum's foot on purpose. You little like, brat. You little brat. It was her birthday and you weren't getting the attention. Wow. She broke her toe. <gasps> and, it,
1: and for real. And I I truly think it was just the intrusive thought winning. And it's crazy that I'm not I think I should be a more haunted adult because of what I was like as a child. That's the one of the worst things I've ever, 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 ever done. Live it lives with me every day. And yeah, I don't like, even know if it was on purpose. I might have just dropped it, but have you probably and the retellings of it from the family?
0: What? Have you properly apologised I- as an adult? That's a really good question. You should you should be like mum. And I want to invite you somewhere Is Garden City Bowl still standing? Surely mm. not No it is <laughs> It, it is, is. I can't you tell go. you where, where is it?
1: It's in the same location I, It's it's somewhere near Morehouse Ave like near where That's why I was street, Near the Denny's It's in the vicinity But I couldn't tell you exactly where
0: God I love Morehouse Ave An incredible road An avenue uh, Sorry an avenue um, You should invite her back to Garden City Bowl mm. S- Sit her down Give her the ball and say, "You can drop it on mine, or forgive me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I give you my foot, <laughs> give <me> my foot.
0: <laughs> unless you give me your forgiveness. <laughs> Beautiful, and that's mm, and that, that, is, that true. is your next show. That's how you wow. top the, That's how you top the
1: gay dad one. Oh my God, at the end of the show, my mom walks in holding a bowling ball. I take my shoe off. Yes. I bear it. She
0: holds it over. Lights drop. <laughs> lights drop, and you hear the whispered words I forgive, I forgive you. No, you hear, ow! Ow! Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me drag myself off stage. <laughs> I hey, I been- just saw Oh, you oh, go. You go.
0: No, I was going to talk about how JJ Feeney's um, like rolled her foot or sprained it broken her foot i've been following it a lot it's a massive journey on socials. it's huge she like, is. it's like king charles It don't worry darling and it is jj feeney uh, the JJ scandal Feenies. queenies broken foot every day another photo of her foot on instagram I she is she used to be the scandal
1: queenie. Now to me, she is the queenie of posting feet on Instagram unprompted she, and for free, which is like, free. girl,
0: you could make some money. She she is filling her wiki feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wiki feet. Bloody um, the the, br- the brim runs over. Is that what the cup runneth over? <laughs> the brim runneth over. Wiki it runs over the brim. <laughs> yeah, the brim. Does a cup have a brim or a hat? Well, a, has a, brim? a hat has a brim. A cup has a—you'd salt the rim of a cu- of a glass. Cup has a rim. The rim runneth over. But what else has a brim? I'm sure I've heard brim somewhere else. Brim, briminy,
1: brim, briminy, brim, no. brim. Actually,
0: brim-ini. no. Actually, no. For okay. <laughs> that one to be. And
1: I want to say thank you for telling me no, because it's now, so
0: important to hear before that. Before we got into JJ, you want to um, tell me what you were going to say, which I felt like was more important.
1: I saw a film this morning, a gay film. <laughs> I saw the gay film Bros, Billy Eichner's um, big budget rom com. The first the sneaky screening. The only six served. of us there.
0: Gay movie. To ever To ever be made. Be, to be made with gay people and gay ushers at the cinema. <laughs>
1: every session <musician> has <laughs> every to have gay
0: ushers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All these cinemas are like, please. <laughs> the cinema in Terminal is like, please, honestly, are
0: there any gay teenagers? Who want to I would say girl? an usher at a movie cinema is a pretty gay job. It's gay to be into cinema. It's gay to be it's into cinema. It's gay to like movies.
1: Yeah. Although in this day and age of fucking every film was Marvel, is it gay to like cinema anymore? <laughs> or is it, or have we collectively all moved to television? Yeah, it's gay to like TV. Yes, TV is so gay You're like a 10 episode serial You little fag <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching House of Dragon That's not very gay But it is. I've never watched Game of Thrones But I'm getting into the
0: new season Yeah start of the prequel and work your way through I, yeah. I I wanted to hear your thoughts on Bros I haven't seen Bros it I was invited is... to this intimate screening But I didn't go Fair enough Bigger fish I... to fry <laughs>
1: Honestly, I I
0: feet picked to look at from JJ (laughs) Feeney.
1: I I want to stay home and keep updated on JJ's. Honestly, it's a great film with lots of funny jokes that handles some huge lofty themes in a really nice way. I actually I kind of like it finished and I was like, oh, I laughed. and really enjoyed it. And then the car ride home. I was like, no, that was actually a really quality top to bottom movie. Honestly, and I think because we've so rarely seen rom-coms on the big screen recently, and when we have seen them, like, for instance, I went to see Tickets to Paradise the other day, which was, despite George Clooney and Julia Roberts obviously being beautiful, luminous movie stars who I love to watch, and they were good, but also was a borderline racist and quite bad movie with not many laughs.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Five stars. Five stars. But bros is like... (laughs)
1: <laughs> for it was like Great performances Everyone was Really funny And I really felt like it It kind of was like Weirdly meta Without feeling like Too meta But it, feel, it feels very like Tied to Billy Eichner's a- Personal life And wow. his career Also tied to Like it feels like It's very conscious Of the fact that It is This massive moment For queer film It is massive That we've got this Like big budget rom-com Going to the cinemas And it's kind of Conscious of the fact That, that but that Is also a film With, with a gay, white, male, cis lead and kind of doesn't just deal with that in a cursory like one reference way but actually repeatedly um, that is part of what's being discussed in the films. He is on the board of directors for a LGBTQIA plus museum which doesn't sound like a great storyline but it actually is a great storyline. Also Deborah
0: Messing is in the film playing herself. It is very hard to think of a job for someone in a movie I think it's possibly one of the hardest things you could ever think of Because you're just like Arborist? You know, it's just random I know random.
1: And I guess so. Annoyed at series when, um, for instance, it's a sitcom about starring a comedian. And it's been developed to showcase the comedian, and then they do stand-up comedy in then the show. Like um, May Martin's feel good, but then when you watch it and you see them, and I'm like, no, but it's integral to the storyline. It actually makes complete sense, and this is a good show. And 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 to if May had had to like convert. Because it's based on their life. Convert their story
0: into a different job. It wouldn't make sense. <laughs> yes. It's just crazy that like, we're like, stories should represent every everyday people. But it's like the people that tell the stories are actors and actors and writers Performers. and comedians. Their lives are just so wrapped up in being a performer that it's very hard mm. to tell the story of like... someone who has any other job apart from being a performer like it's impossible it's just crazy when someone has another job in bros as well
1: he is a he is it's hard to work out exactly where he's come from but he
0: hosts a popular podcast what do you think is the most normal job you can have Mm, really good question (laughs) teacher oh yeah
1: because we all know one. What kind and of teacher? We've, and we've seen them work. I would say, I would say high school teacher, either English or math. And that is so normal.
0: Maybe yeah. science had a push. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe science had a push. Yeah, I reckon the most normal job I can think of in Aotearoa would be like a civil, like someone who works for government. Oh, I mean, if you're in Wellington, if Wellington, everyone—you yeah. oh name, God, you name one person who hasn't got their slimy little feet in go- in government in Wellington. It's, while being in. So I've never lived in Wellington, but I spent a lot of time there. Well, my my bo- dear boyfriend
1: Sim was. Well, you were going to say partner, weren't you? I was. I kind of am using it a bit more recently.
0: Hello. I'm evolving. I don't hate it. I feel like boyfriend is like grow up. You know, if you've been together for a significant amount of time, it just sounds like you've just started seeing him.
1: Yeah, I guess up until this year, though, we'd never lived together before. So, boyfriend felt kind of correct. Also, he's still not even in his 30s He's yet. still not out. <laughs> <laughs> it's for his job. Uh, <laughs> Which is
0: anyway. a teacher, a science teacher. <laughs>
1: When I used to go to house parties in Wellington, it was unbelievable how like the gossip was so different than parties in, in Tamaki Makoto or Christchurch where you go to parties, there's gossip about all sorts of stuff. But I found like every house party I, w- I went to in Wellington, everyone was just gossiping about the government and talking about which politicians they know. And this And like <laughs> talking boring. about which branch of the government
0: they work in. And like, God, yeah. I used, to love a, I used to love a house party. Like I love the energy of a house party. And I just, they're, they're just... It's no longer happening, like in the way that they used to, and I, I keep thinking to myself, wake up, like wake up. You're living in a flat. Have some people over. Get, get you should group, have a house party. Get a group of people in the kitchen. Have some drinks in the lounge. You know, like people smoking outside. Let let rip. But I also think I'm like would set that up and I would instantly hate it. But I've had some house parties like over New Years. That's a New but Year's party, but it's just house in a house. Is quite
1: nice for a party as well.
0: It's set up. It's set up for that.
1: I need to have people around to my house. Like my house is truly you're one of the very few of my friends who's been inside these four walls. It's but a secret. It is a little secret place, but I do want to do kind of a, a grand opening, a little debutante ball.
0: But mm. I think I want to get a rug and a new TV before anyone sees it. <laughs> get the rug get the tv i think a sideboard or something you know like set up the tv like what is the tv on because i think it's on a very small thing at the moment it's on a piece of shit set of drawers but i think we're gonna get the
1: frame and i think we're gonna put it above the
0: above the fireplace but then i'm like is it gonna overheat i don't know i we barely use the fire I love when someone gets the frame and I love that the frame <laughs> is the frame. Like it is not a frame TV. It is not oh that TV that looks like art. It's just called the frame. And the I frame. immediately know what you're talking about. Yeah. The male yeah. gaze, the frame, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're both as iconic as each other. <laughs> God, I really but- wanted the frame for a bit, but I went for a projector famously. Yeah, the awesome. So good Your projector's great We couldn't do a projector In my Like We
1: don't have Our is lounge built For the frame
0: It is built for the frame because It really is built for the frame It's art deco You know Art is in the title The frame Is art Like the frame is art
1: Thank you And there's just not many places You can put the TV Where it is now It actually shouldn't go And it's actually a terrible place For a TV But there's nowhere else it could go And it um, frustrates me Every dang day and it's too far away and the tv is small and when i'm playing fortnite i can't read the text so i can't see what weapon i'm using <laughs> oh my <And> god that's <laughs> what i'm sort of going That's through a these teenage days.
0: problem. I know. That's a that's a i've got a boyfriend problem. That's yeah, that's I've got a boyfriend. You don't have a factor of the gay, do you? Or do Absolutely
1: you? not I, This whole podcast was really built around us Testing a new recording format <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> So that was kind of my main no, focus was I, I was back. just like You know On the drive back here Thinking to myself Like what is the need of the fact of the gay Do we need it And I was like we've had it since day one And mm. I feel like It just gives us something We build up And we've got the fact of the gay And then we just settle And I know that we don't have I don't have one And I it crossed my mind. Like I'm um, I went on websites looking for something and I just I couldn't mm. find anything. But I guess what I wanted to talk about today a little bit was about this whole like I feel like the issue of queer baiting is very prevalent at the moment. Um mm. it's huge discourse with like Harry Styles and him being like queer baiting through I guess wearing a feather bowler and sparkles. And then recently the star of Heartstopper like deleted oh, he his to Twitter. Go right, line. that
1: was awful.
0: And because everyone's like, you're queer baiting because he held hands with a girl. Is that what it is? I didn't fully yeah, but, read the story.
1: I mean, also in the show, he, he plays a bisexual character. So, r- r- like, and people are bisexual and people are queer in lots of different ways. So, someone holding hands with a girl doesn't necessarily mean anything about how they define
0: themselves. But it's interesting in the sense of like, I guess. When we talk about queer baiting originally, it was like, in order to, like, I could say, I think what Harry Styles is doing sometimes is a little baity, but I'm like, bait me. Like, I want to be baited. And I think it's like he's clearly trying to sell more of what he's got to, like, a bigger, queerer audience, And we're kind of on board with that. Whereas like this actor in Heartstopper, it's like, he's not for what? What is he baiting us for? Like he got a role and he's living his life and he's not like gaining any kind of capital off baiting gay teenagers. I don't even know why that's defined as
1: queer baiting to necessarily play a certain role. And especially when you're that young because it's not, we can't expect bloody 17, 18-year-olds to have their sexual orientation all worked out anyway. I tell oh you, God. two people who did not have their sexual orientation worked <laughs> out. Number one, Eli Matheson. Number two, Chris Parker.
0: We were 100. in our
1: 20s by well, the time we got there, baby.
0: Exactly. Oh, my God. I know. To have the internet, one, to have the internet when you're a teenager, and two, to have a, like an internet platform when you're a teenager scares me because... Oh, oh I so just scary! Would, like the idea that I had to make any full sentence at the age of like 17, 18, I was like, "Yeah, but I don't know." Like random. Like that's how any point I made sounded when I was that age. Just so totally. insecure and unconfident to make any firm statement in my life.
1: We used to get so criticised for saying the word "like" all the time, and guess what? We were saying
0: it too much, <laughs> and probably still do. When someone says, "Is I it will say, like that?" or "Is it?" Or is it that that drives me crazy? I hate that. And I'm I, like, you I know hate what? that. It's like that. It's like that. <laughs>
1: and That's the way it is. <clears throat> I will say <laughs> a little bit of Run
0: DMC. <laughs> no, not a little bit of Run DMC. It was a little bit of Run DMC and a lot of flame. <laughs> a huge cost. <laughs> that's <laughs> the way it is.
1: <laughs> the Harry Styles thing pisses me off. I will say not all of like I. I actually think. A, he's hot as hell. B, yeah. the music's great. C, I can't wait for the qu- concert. But, but, the, but <laughs> D, his D, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> but I find his, yeah, I've always held a secret problem that I wasn't really talking about, about the fact that he would always like constantly reassure that he didn't want to define his sexuality while also using all the signifiers for bisexuality in his lyrics and in his music video content. And I was like, Basically just It kind of Quietly frustrated me That someone who has the power To make so much change Who has such a huge audience Isn't um,
0: Honestly though I'm like
1: No but, No let me Let me finish it okay. though But the reason It's really pissed me off now Is that you want to drop A, a this, fucking bowling ball On his foot <laughs> I am, Well he does an interview About Don't Worry Darling This gay policeman film And then he talked about The sex scenes in, he, in the film And he said they finally show like tenderness and softness in gay sex as opposed to just two men going at it, which is what we normally see in the film, which is so Wrong. not true. We never we see two men going at it. <laughs> the we camera see tender soft sco- The camera and call me by your name pants to a fucking tree. And yeah. that makes me feel like the queerness is a little bit showy because I'm like, how are you so disconnected from the history of queer cinema
0: that you would make a statement so false? I don't know. I, he hasn't I don't know. watched a, I'm like, if you watch any of Xavier Dolan films, like, it's hot sex. And I would say yeah, it's, it's hot. tender and queer, but it's also fun. Um, yeah. Or, like, there's quite a, like, I don't know, Weekend's got some, like, crazy stuff. And I don't, I'm like, I guess speaking out about anything, you know, you, you always have to make a conclusive statement that you totally don't. Get like you like he's just talking out of his ass. He's no idea. Like he hasn't watched gay sex on screen, probably. No, nah. he's too busy kissing and painting yeah. his nails.
1: Yeah, but I, I guess that's why. I, tot- I to to I'm not saying everyone needs to label themselves and label exactly what they are, but the constant like toying with it, and it's not his fault. He's asked about it by the media all the time, but he does use lots of queer symbolism, and then, and then at this point. I'm like, are you queer in any true way?
0: Because. Holding the bowling ball above his foot. But holding the bowling ball above his Harry foot. Harry, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> are you queer in any way? He's like, oh, not really, ball, drop, foot, broken. I think, with, yeah, with him, it's like he is not smart enough to comprehend and articulate what he's got in his hands. Like, what he is dealing with right now. Which is, like, mm. he's pretty popular. and He's the biggest he's, star in the world right now, I would say, at this point. Yeah. And his huge queer audience adoring him, in a way. Mm. And wanting more from him. And what he symbolizes. And he has probably got himself in a bit too deep. <laughs> and it's this is, like, with this policeman movie it's like where he's playing a gay character it's like oh i think it's like yeah it's just he's not great in interviews he should probably be like honestly (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like it would be so great to just own own up (laughs) it's like be honest just be like listen i'm so honored to play this role it's such a great it was such a great experience i think lots of people are going to see this movie because i'm in it and i'm playing a gay role when it comes to representation of, like, gay people, and movies, I'm like, I'm not the expert here. I'm Harry fucking Styles. <laughs> I was in a boy band. Yeah. It would be so great you know, to, to see more, like, honest celebs in that sense.
1: Yeah, I'd lo- I, it's so good when people front foot and say, oh, I don't really know the answer to that. It's so <laughs> yeah. honest. It's so brave. Um, you know who's queer betting I like, though? <laughs> Just because it's hot, I find Charlie Puth very hot. He's
0: what do you think? What are your thoughts? He's being a grubby little skank online, isn't he? he <laughs> I is, feel like a, like there was a video of him like pretending to bottom or something. I saw that popping up somewhere. I saw that on Twitter today,
1: and I have no idea the context. I watched it without audio. I don't know what the sounds were, but um, oh, my neighbor, my neighbor's daughter's crying in the background. I Don't know if you can I was hear. Like,
0: her. Yeah, I was like, it sounds like you've got a kid. And I sort of yeah. love that.
1: Do you think I should? Ha- Do you think I should have one? Because if you say yes, I will. I'll. I'll put it in motion today.
0: <laughs> I just don't know what you'd be like with a kid. Honestly, like I think you'd be like, oh, like she's got red hair. Like two years into her being alive. <laughs> oh, because of my detail orientation. <laughs> yes. Michael, the
1: girl next door, a girl called Michael, amazing. She's got red hair. And I can tell you that I've I've noticed
0: that. (laughs) And I've only lived here five months. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. (laughs) I think you'd step up to the plate. You just like, of all my friends, like I would say I'm like really late all the time. But I'd say you're just as late to things as well. And I feel like parents Mm. are like, all my friends who have kids are the ones who are always like on time. They're organizers.
1: Yeah. I hear you. But I really I really appreciate your honesty because I will say people tell me I'd be a great dad all the time, but those people are always straight. And I do think people think <laughs> all gay people would be good dads.
0: They are but they want to see it. But I'm like yeah, I don't want to be left with that. I don't know. Do you honestly want a kid? Right now? No. Yeah. But. But. Imagine coming home from radio. You're so tired. And it's like, here is something that needs unconditional support and love from you. And will not take I'm tired as an excuse. At all. Yeah.
1: Some days Meg gets to work and she's like, I have four hours sleep. And that is a good day. Like. Can I- can like i tell Daisy you what's at like, once
0: can i tell you what's iconic about this chat yeah. it's tim bat our producer who's got his camera off on this call and his <laughs> mic off and has recently had a baby while we have this conversation in front of him
1: <laughs> just kind of speculating um, i i want to say chris tim bat on this call right now
0: is late often and has a kid, so it can be done. No, but Tim's organized. Like Tim organized gigs. He's like yeah, he's an organizer. We got to get these You're people right. into government. Let's set up a comedy fundraiser for that. Per- like, like takes initiative. Whereas, I just think, I do. I think you could love a child unconditionally. Yes. Thank do you. I think you could handle the pressure of fatherhood in a way? <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> do I think? I'm- Do I think think you would have to sacrifice some stuff that you ultimately would make you quite grumpy? Yes. Mm, I think you're really right about the grumpiness,
1: 100%. (laughs) But I do think, I would say, I rise to the challenge of most things. Yeah. And so I think I could
0: do it. But I guess it's not about... If you want a kid... (laughs) I will support you, like, 100% of the way. I want one you, more now because you're being so sceptical about me. I'm not being... I don't... I think you can do it. Okay. I want to know if you want it. <laughs> I don't want it yeah, anytime so, soon. Okay. Well, that solves. <laughs> but then. maybe
1: someday. Because we have to... Sam and I have got a line. We're making our wills and one of the... And when I say making our wills, I mean, we talked about it with our lawyer five months ago and have done nothing. But one of the things that we talked about in that meeting was, maybe I shouldn't have a kid, was like um, (laughs) the things that need to be laid out in your will. And like, there's basically a sentence to add, like, even though you don't have kids at the time, basically, if you have kids, like Mm. what would be left to them? And we did have the discussion where we were like, do we put that in? Neither of us want kids right now, but but is that the final um, is that the
0: final call on kids for us, or will we eventually change our mind? I think like a good test for me with kids is like I'll hang out with nieces and nephews and all that kind of and like friends' kids, and I'll love it, and I'll mm. feel these like paternal feelings, and can feel it kind of rising inside of me, and then I'm like, okay, I want to go on my phone now. And that urge, like the desire to do that, for me is the sign that I am not willing to sacrifice my alone time for the life of another. Yeah. Because I'm like, I see this kid once every six months and I can't not be on my phone right now. I'm I'm tired. I have to put my
1: phone in a different room (laughs) when I'm with the kids. I have to put my phone in a different room, and I got to crush it. I say, I say, I would go to my sister's house. I say, "Where's your charger?" And I put it on the charger in a different room, and that's strategic. I, I do have no patience. Here's two th- reasons that I shouldn't have kids. <laughs> Number one, my nephew is a really fussy eater, and in the same, probably, I think I'm pretty sure I was a, a fussy eater at the same level. But then the, <laughs> the approach to food. I get so frustrated because the other day we <laughs> bought him some like chicken nibbles and chips, and they were the wrong type of chicken nibbles, so he didn't eat them. So he just had chips, and I already was like, "We should go to this place because I know they do like chicken nibbles and chips, and I know that's what he likes." But the chicken nibbles weren't his, <laughs> and I was like,
0: I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I couldn't handle. It. <laughs> <Do> you know <laughs> I what I handle exactly. this. this is the thing. I think I think you'd get mad at your own kids in a way that is like, "Come on!" Like they can't. And like you'd be like silent and a bit like pissed off. <laughs> And the way I would, the, I'd, yeah, I'd hold a grudge. And then, like four years later, you'd be like, "Can I talk to you for a second Sorry. When you were two, I took you to this cafe, <laughs> and I, I have been holding on to this for, for two years, and I finally need to let you know that it pissed mm. me off. And they'd be like, "I genuinely, you- my my brain hadn't fully developed. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> my
1: taste buds weren't formed yet." We're like the other thing that kids do that makes me loser is like when you're like, and this is so bad that I don't have patience for this. But you know when you're like walking down the street and like a toddler will just like walk straight up in your way because they don't have <laughs>
0: spatial awareness. I every time I'm like, oh my, I get so. Bad. Oh my god, I'm gonna call it. Like, don't have them. <laughs> you don't want them. I pro- I propose to you this question. Yeah. Eli, it's you. You're at Garden City Bowl. You're having the time of your life. It's, it's my your fucking birthday <laughs> and you want to be treated like a king. Your son comes up to you and just looks at you dead in the eyes with a little mm. grin, drops a fucking bowling ball on your foot and breaks your toe. How do you react in that moment? I say, you know what? In 15 years time You better have an award
1: winning comedy festival show About this moment Otherwise this wasn't worth it cunt
0: <laughs> I can see you getting genuinely mad At your own kids <laughs> Of course I'm not talking to them again
1: I'm
0: not dealing with you Just getting like s- Passive aggressive Giving your kids the cold shoulder
1: yeah, that would be me.
0: It'll learn them. It'll teach them. I love do that. You have a queen, do you have a Queen of the Week? Jennifer Coolidge. I'm so glad. Oh, wait. We should let this thing happen. Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, come on. She's... In the way it is to like Jennifer Coolidge as a gay man, which feels somewhat sort of cliche now, Um, yeah. she's still an icon, and she's still a comedic powerhouse. And... The way she held herself throughout the Emmys, it's like she's giving performance art. Like, I don't know where the woman begins and the character starts.
1: I know exactly what you mean. The speech was perfect. The thing about the speech the, was perfect. The person she liked to was was uh, made me lose the plot.
0: Wait, now Jennifer, hey. is there is there somebody that you got your eye on in there? If you if you could shoot your shot with anybody, who would it be? I'm who would it be? Yeah. Well, I was very excited about somebody. I can't say their name, but I found out today he's dead. Oh. Oh. So. Well. We are so sorry. The funniest writing, the funniest takes, holding herself with complete authenticity. Now there is a woman, I would let queer bait me. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and she doesn't need to have a slice of gay in her. No. She has been probably one of, if not my favourite actors since I was... I reckon I saw her in Best in Show And I was like This is the most Fabulous woman I've ever
0: seen In my entire life And I've been obsessed Ever since She is unstoppable
1: Nothing but the hits
0: Nothing but the hits She's so funny Endlessly funny And to see Funny like that Get decorated Is just It's just like Yeah that's right That's right She deserves an Emmy
1: Can I give us a secondary Queen of the Week? Of course you may. Also be related
0: Queen of the Week.
1: Lizzo, who... I don't know if she's ever been Queen of the Week, but what a hot streak she's been on. And to end RuPaul's Drag Race's um, run of winning Best Competition Reality Show, go off, Queen. Get them. Get them.
0: Get Get them them. them little (laughs) dancing queens. I feel like Lizzo is... um, Could easily fall into this, like... Anne Hathaway, Jennifer Lawrence effect of like this rise in popularity that we see in women and people just immediately thinking you've had too much now and start to tear her down. And I feel like I see that discourse happen sometimes on the internet and I just like, mm. she's just above it in my mind. Like, and I hope that I... it doesn't happen to her, but I, f- I feel like on TikTok, I see a lot of like Lizzo defense. You know, people being like, her outfit looks like a rubbish bag. And then people being like, you're being fat phobic. And this is couture. And she looks smoking. and like She always looks incredible. Always incredible. She's a fashion icon. She made the tiny bear handbag movement a thing. No one was doing tiny handbags before Lizzo did them.
1: (laughs) And she did them so well. Hey, who who would you like to win um, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under as the finale approaches us
0: this weekend? I haven't watched the last episode, but... I'm gonna guess who went home. So I'm guessing we've got left right. Spanky, <laughs> Anaconda, mm-hmm. Queen Kong, yeah, and I think was it Molly Poppins? There's only three in the finale. Molly's gone. Molly's absolutely gone. So yeah. you got it right. Wow, is Queen representing New Zealand or Australia?
1: I just say I think she
0: maybe is
1: representing Australia because she's she's she, Adelaide, right? I think she's like all Western Australia, one of those two, and she is c- claiming that. But then on the show, she's she like did a tribute to South Auckland, and
0: mm. I don't know, it's beautiful. I'm gonna say with all my heart, the winner should be Miss Spanky Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see Queen Kong on the throne with the crown. But there is just something inside of Spanky that I adore, and I would love to see that kind of queen awarded the winner of Drag Race. Like just a queen who, in my eyes, you know, we've seen that talent since day one. Mm, and absolutely. have adored her. Like since we felt it since we met her on House of Drag season two.
1: Which she destroyed. She
0: destroyed. And it's just like seeing a queen who found drag through an, an an authentic and like innate desire to want to be a drag artist versus like the idea that it leads to fame because now there's a huge general, you see it and you know them immediately. And like, I feel like Beverly kills was a great example of like a queen who's like, you know, it's like you can look fierce and you can get on drag race and you can build a social media thing and you can be like, to do the death drop and the splits and then you're good to go. Whereas Spanky is like, you know, it's from a time she got into drag when, like, drag wasn't, like, cool. And yeah. I definitely remember that period of my life, like, in the kind of 90s, 2000s, where, like, growing up, it was like a drag queen kind of was seen as a bit, like, odd or strange. Like, that was sort of... It was a it like, kitschy. Yeah. And in a way, it's like, you know that's not my feelings or attitudes to it, but as a child, like you're kind of picking up on adults around you and their attitudes towards it mm. and to sort of persevere through that and still be 100% authentically you and um so buoyant and funny. I'm just like, oh my God, she's just outrageous. Like I would love to see an hour of Spanky Jackson live.
1: She's a queen of all queens. She gives me the energy of hanging out at the theater bar after the show. Yeah. Drinking sherry or something, you know. Like she just is an old queen in the best way, and not in terms of age. And no, she's just pretty young. She's, she's really 37. Young. She's Not that old at all. Nah. But she just has that like brash
0: theater vibe. I don't know. I love Wait. It. So when did she get into drag? Because she would have been. It would have been like the late two thousands. She's did drag in Melbourne for twelve years,
1: and then I think she's been back here for like four, th- three or four years. So. Yeah, it must have been like
0: mid-2000s maybe, yeah. God, brilliant. A brilliant Queen. Long Mm, live Spanky Jack. Who do you want to win?
1: Spanky, but I'd be really happy with Queen. Um, I've known Queen a long time because uh, they used to dance with Black Grace and they would rehearse at Unitech. So we hung out back in the old school days. So I'd love to see her win. And I think she's a fierce performer. I saw her perform in Edinburgh. She was amazing. Um, But to me, watching the season As a whole, Spanky Jackson has been the lead Character, she's been beloved by Everyone, judges, all the other contestants I feel like she's an unstoppable Force and she has to take it out I I almost wonder if I wonder if I'm, like the Australian production company are going to be like, "Hey, <laughs> can you stop making these New Zealanders look so good?" Because I think Yuri also came out looking incredible on the season, and it's like once again the standout stars for me on this show have been the
0: Kiwi, the Kiwi dolls, the Kiwi dolls. Hey, eh? Hannah is Hannah Conda is really talented, um, so yeah. funny, and like I think. Like a drag queen you'd just be so delighted to see I don't know what it is that I'm just like I'm, It must be my New Zealand bias, surely
1: Yeah, I think that's it for me as well Because she's got everything She's yeah. got everything you need she looks you have to call, it's I have funny. to call
0: it out for what it is Which is, yeah mm. Bias <laughs> Blatant yeah. bias
1: If she takes it out I won't be surprised Because she's good, she's polished She seems to represent a really strong part of Australian drag yeah, but I want one of the other two to win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Look Did at you us. flip out when you heard RuPaul say your name? By the way, I feel like we've never talked about that on the podcast because
0: I flipped out watching it just to hear him say comedian Chris Parker. It <laughs> was funny to hear that, and it was so crazy. My whole experience on that show because it was like the height of Omicron, and um it was like, it was just beginning to pop and they were really scared about Omicron if like getting into the set and taking over, basically having to close production. And I was like, it was like, I needed a rat to test that out to show that I was negative, but we're at a point where you couldn't even access rats. Like, you had to be like, I'm an unvaccinated traveler. Could I get a rat? But so there was this chemist around the corner that was like sort of giving them out. So I got maybe two days warning that I was going into drag race and I was like, I've got nothing to wear. Um, like, what? I'm bronzed. I've got gorgeous long <laughs> blonde locks. What am I going to do? Um, and then it was like, you're going to just sit with Reese and help critique the jokes. And I was thinking like, I'm not even a, like, I've got jokes as a comedian, but I wouldn't say I'm a joke writer. Like, that's a really specific Good joke s- writer. I've got jokes, but I, I can't punch up other people's jo- like um, material in that way. In the way that Reese is filled with like endless jokes. Um, and the room was so cold. I've never been more cold in my life. I was wearing a silk Zambezi shirt that I borrowed a day before filming. And I was shivering. And I didn't see a single drag queen. <laughs> oh, yeah, you only saw the Bois. I saw a whole bunch of people out of drag. Yeah. And no Rupaul, no Michelle, like no one. <laughs> it was I, not a single drag queen, like not one person in drag the whole day. <laughs> How long were you there in terms of hours? We we're probably filming for two, three hours, and in here I make yeah. up for a little bit, and it was fun to look around. it's tiny. The room is so tiny.:
1: Yeah, I got a little tour before they started filming, and I couldn't believe and just that what the in between the two sets is like:
0: yeah. I wish I got to see the workroom, but I only saw the main studio. And what else happened? I mean, I got a full bag of Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics to say thank you. And I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but they're fun to have. Um, I've tried the bronzer. It doesn't kind of match my skin tone in a weird way. It's like a cream bronzer. Um, I'm getting heavily into makeup at the moment. Like in a big way. Are you wearing I finally it got my day? hands on the Not every day, I've given it a bit of a break Because I've got an eye rash um, Oh no And I want to clear it up for the wedding Which is just, to clear something up for the wedding Feels so bridal to me
1: Are you doing are you, Will you be wearing makeup on, on your wedding day And will you be doing it or will someone else be doing it
0: I'm hit, I've got a makeup artist box Suck. Yeah, I want to look Juicy and blushy like and gorge flawless do you know who really
1: looks dewy and is a um person getting married who i'm still obsessed with to this day is Kara knightley age 19 love actually when she's in that wedding scene i truly think i've never seen a person look more beautiful than she does in that scene it's
0: unbelievable she looks quite pretty I think I look. And for quite her p- to
1: say that when she looks as good as she does, <laughs> <it's> outrageous. <laughs> she looks
0: stunning in that film. What's her job in that movie? Um,
1: I don't think she has. I think she's got about twelve lines mm. <laughs> <The whole> in <film. laughs> A like, dream. I brought banoffee pie.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I've got terrible taste in pie or whatever. <laughs> They're all of me. I think it's a performance art piece that you should make, and it's just you reciting Karen Knightley's lines from Love Actually. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like we've reached the natural end to this podcast. Yeah, I've got to go and make my Karen Knightley video. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, this has been a dream. I can't believe we've done this again. Two weeks running.
1: What? Let's and for all again. the people who said we fell off the wagon, we
0: did. But we, <laughs> we, we fished it out of the river, and <laughs> lots of people have actually been coming up to me. And by lots, I mean two. One woman at a nature baby sale that I was at. Speaking of babies, Um because I was buying clothes for my niece and nephew. <gasps>
1: yes, cute.
0: My, my fiance just bought me in uh, um. Now I'm going to show you on the what camera. Is that? What do you reckon this is?
1: The quality is quite bad. So to me, it looks like a bowl of dry Milo. <laughs>
0: We, we've become obsessed with um, Splits. Do you know Splits? No. <laughs> okay. Honestly, if I could get sponsored by them, I would take them. They're bo- oh, my God. Did you freeze the bowl? The bowl's cold. This is me to my boyfriend. This is so chaotic. We've got to wrap this podcast up. There's just too many things coming to me. You need to tell, you need to tell me what Splits are. Splits is a product made by The Collective. Do you know that yogurt collective? Yes. Yeah. And... um. It's so good. It's like yogurt on one side of the bottle and like crumbs and bits of chocolate in the other. And you tip the crumbs over into the yogurt and it's a gorgeous little snack. That's very old school. That was very big in like the 90s and early 2000s. And then they disappeared. I know. I know. I know. I know. And it's like when I saw them, I was like, hmm, this tickles me in an interesting way because it's a bit of a throwback. I love the idea Mm. of sides of a container a yogurt snack, eating it with a spoon. I, I love the idea of sides of a container. Well, you know, you're like, a bit for that, a bit for that. I love that. I love to eat like that. Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, I, don't want all, I see what you mean. I don't want it all in a trough. I want it in little bits of a container. I think and you mean segments of a container, because yes. all containers have sides. That's what makes them a container. <laughs> That's what contains it. So I see that, and I think fantastic there's no spoon included which I think is the only flaw of it because otherwise that is a snack to go like you could eat it on a plane in a boat True. you know not under but the sea we don't but really need to be making more temporary spoons
1: at all we've no. got metal spoons and if you need a snack on the go you
0: can grab- oh, I, I, I get it if you're buying it while you're out but to talk sustainability we were like this is an awful lot of plastic for these little yogurt snacks so we've been buying our own <laughs> yogurt in a big bigger bottle and making our own knockoff version of splits. <laughs> and we've got little bits of chocolate, little bits of biscuit, and we put it on a dollop of yogurt. And he's made that for me. Um, unprompted. And what I think is I'm gonna, interesting... I'm,
1: gonna, I'm tearing up.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is, is why beautiful. we're getting married. And yeah. what I think is really interesting, and this is why I am marrying this man, is mm. I bought chocolate <laughs> drops to plop on the yogurt, right? That, now, they are too big. Like They do not match the size of what you get in the splits. Mm. Little old me was like, you get the effect. Chocolate drops, they go in. I'm not cutting them. He's only gone and cut them up in this version to make them smaller.
1: Unbelievable!
0: Unbelievable! You gotta marry him. You gotta marry I this will. man in two and a half weeks. Ah! I'm so excited. <laughs> I have no idea what to wear, Chris, but I'll get there. You'll get there. Okay. Yeah. I honestly, there was something before the split that we were talking about, but it is long gone. Oh, I was going to say, gone. a woman came up to be at the nature baby sale. I was oh, buying clothes, not for my kids, not for your neighbor's kids, but for mm. my sister's kids, my niece and nephew. And she was like Just to let you know You made my day By making a podcast Finally And you've got More than 50 fans To which I said oh. Prove it No <laughs> You're yeah. okay, like Well you're one <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's oh, so nice though I'm going to enjoy My split in peace We better split Yeah I'm going to split From this pod you got but to buy a split pleasure. Actually before the next pod Can you buy a split And tell me what you think
1: Yeah and no, I'll review Of course Of course Of course of course,
0: I love it. Sam's yeah. actually house house sitting, so I've
1: got plenty of time to go to the supermarket and just buy some shit. Where's he house sitting? Uh, his parents are going to Aussie. He doesn't. He starts tomorrow, but for the next few weeks, so I'm bloody Come hanging on. out by myself in my house. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, isn't it? So if you want it, anyway, that's we can we can hang out in real life <laughs> if you want, but we can discuss that off. But
0: okay, bye. bye. bye.
1: I'm sorry, Mom, Mom. it's It's not not a phase